Hey guys, what's going on? Hi, welcome back. <laughs> We're so excited for episode, episode two. two. Yes, I think we just talked over <laughs> each other for episode two. <laughs> That's okay. We're still getting used to this whole over Zoom lockdown, me stuck in my wardrobe, and Annika with her stunning queen audio equipment. (laughs) That I've borrowed from my boyfriend, so Mm -hmm. I can't take full credit for it, but it is fun. So if the audio... If the audio sounds better, it's because Annika has a professional microphone, and I'm currently using voice memo on my phone, which is so stunning queen of me. But we're making it work. You're being resourceful. And we love that for you. Yeah. Okay, so what are we talking about this episode? This episode, we are talking all about self-love and how to love yourself. As per the name of the podcast, yes. How Dare You Love Yourself, we thought, what? how better than to start our first official episode of content with mm-hmm. the topic of how to self-love, how to love yourself. What we're trying to do here is not position ourselves Mm -hmm. as experts on the topic because like we're gonna you know disclaimer alert we are not experts but we are 19 to 20 nearly 20 year old women Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. are going through life just the same as you and we're you know Mm -hmm. trying to just talk about things that we're interested in and things that we're passionate about and share our own experience and our own thoughts about what self-love is and hopefully inspire even if it's not you know, advice giving, but just inspire you to think about it yourself and inspire that sort of conversation between us. And especially if you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm going through the exact same thing or I have the exact same thoughts. It's kind of just like, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone has doubts about self-love. Everyone goes through difficult times. They have challenges. They might suffer with um, low Mm self-esteem or they might not have a positive body image. They might be struggling to navigate something and they are really struggling with themselves at the moment. And I think it's kind of like we're just wrapping our arms around you and giving you a hug and saying, you're not alone um, and you're okay and you'll get through this. Kaylee, you are so wholesome. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's I mean, I love watching videos of people and I love listening to podcasts where people are like, look, it sucks. What you're going through sucks, but you are okay and you're not alone. So Mm -hmm. for me to hear that stuff definitely picks me up when I'm not having great days, definitely picks me up when I am having negative body image and I'm not really practicing self-love. So I think that if I can share that with even one person out there and just help them in any way, I just, I don't know, I feel like... I don't know that just it makes me happy to think that I can help at least one person and that's the thing like I think it's all about acknowledgement that every single person is going through something that's different to the other and like that doesn't make their Mm -hmm. experience worse or better than the other but it's their experience and I think it's all about honoring that and not trying to like disregard Mm -hmm. it or be like oh this isn't that bad or that's not serious but actually acknowledge like no this is bad and this is serious for me or this isn't exactly what Mm -hmm. I wanted and just learning to sort of like accept that and offer some forgiveness Mm -hmm. surrounding that and that's what we're trying to do here as well is like to share some you know experiences where maybe we haven't felt the strongest self-love or like what has helped us learn to love ourselves and this is not by any means a linear journey right like I don't think I love myself every single day but it's all about tallying those good days over the bad days Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely what do you if you had to define self-love or if you had to try and tell someone what that is how would you define it when I was kind of thinking about my own definition of this I kind of thought about how do I know if I love someone else 
because I think that's mm-hmm. such an easier thing to think about right like mm-hmm. you always think about love as like to someone else not necessarily like a reciprocal type of love within yourself mm-hmm. right so to me and I kind of came up with this definition to myself a couple of years ago but I was thinking like I think what love is for me is when I can acknowledge maybe certain flaws that I have or certain imperfections but learn to love those and accept those and not disregard them like I don't think Mm -hmm. that love is about turning a blind eye to things that you know are imperfect but it's more about accepting those imperfections and actually loving yourself Mm -hmm. despite them that's so good that's such a good definition I really like that I think it summarizes it so eloquently thank you and what about you like what do you think of when you think of self-love I mean for me personally I think the topic or theme that I immediately gravitate towards is body image Mm. because it's something that I definitely struggled with and continue to struggle with it's not like that was in the past I don't struggle with that anymore like some days I wake up um and I really struggle with my physical like how I look physically mm-hmm. um and I mean for me I think it comes in two parts it's accepting and saying this is what I look like so for example the two things that I definitely struggle with the most is my acne I have pretty bad acne and I have since I was about 12 and my second is my height like I'm six foot tall and I've always been the tallest person in the room and those are the two areas I've really struggled with. So I think it's definitely twofold learning to accept, yes, I am six foot tall. Yes, I am tall. Or yes, I do have acne, but it's learning to appreciate it and appreciating what you do have um, and saying, this is not the end of the world. Yes, it might feel very negative, but you are okay and still appreciate what you do have. Um, So I think for me, self-love is definitely appreciating yourself, appreciating your qualities and appreciating your flaws. Mm. Thank you for sharing. We love the honesty here. And I mean, we all have things like that, right? Like even the Mm -hmm. most beautiful women or men in the world still have things like that, right? Like no one is perfect. Mm -hmm. This idea of perfection is totally abstract. Um, Yeah, yeah. So it's about, you know, I think creating more honest conversations about that is kind of a step towards that acceptance as well. Like being honest and saying like, okay, some days, you know, my skin looks really bad and it makes me feel really shitty about myself. And like, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. each person has their own little thing. So we can't speak for everyone, but these are some common ones. And I think like at the end of the day, part of the way, like part of the way that I knew I was well on my way into the journey of like loving myself was when I could you know eat an unhealthy meal and be like that's okay like I and just not feel guilty about it you know remove all the guilt or like wake up one day and I'm like oh I don't really feel like working out today and being okay with that and offering myself forgiveness and removing this whole like bullshit idea of guilt about like stupid unrealistic standards that you're trying to hold yourself to no one else is, mm-hmm. you know, like oftentimes it's yourself that you're holding your own self to, if that makes sense. Like you're trying mm-hmm. to keep your own yeah. standards. And then when I'm like, oh, I didn't meet the six day workout week that I wanted to, I feel guilty, which is absolute bullshit. Like, why would I put myself yeah. into those own, my own constraints, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that like the days where I can wake up and not want to work out and be like, okay, I went work out and honor my body's like rest and my body's needs that I think is when I'm like oh okay maybe I'm being more 
you know, transparent with myself and starting to actually mm-hmm. recognize what I need. And that in itself is a step along the way to self-love as well, I think. Definitely, definitely. And I mean, listening to your body is a form of self-love. Exactly like if right. your body is saying, I, I kind of just, I need to rest. I can't get up and move right now. And yes, that might mean that I don't tick that box to say, I've done exercise this many days this week. It means that you give your body the chance to rest and rejuvenate and focus on what you really need. That's definitely a form of self-love. And I think that you're, you're definitely right. Removing that sense of guilt away because I think that I can relate in that sense. Like if, if I have a day off and I don't do a thousand things on that day and I don't get the washing done and I don't, you know, tick all of these things off of my list, I feel so guilty. And I'm like, you had this day off and you've wasted it. And it's kind of like, hang on a minute. I took the time to focus on myself. Um, And I think it's defining in that respect. It's kind of distinguishing between, I need to rest and I'm just lazy. Yes, exactly right. And I feel like people can, you know, like you just have to say to yourself, am I resting and I'm giving my body the chance to heal or am I just lazy and you just need to pick yourself up off the couch and move. But that being said, also laziness is okay occasionally, as long as you're not being lazy yes, every single day yes. of the week, right? Because we got to hustle this yes, shit. Yes. But a bit of laziness yes, we do. Is, is essential, <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So we talk a lot about what self-love is and you're kind of maybe thinking like, okay, but how do we actually get there? Like, how do we actually achieve mm-hmm. this? So Kaylee, w- like, what do you think? How do we achieve this? I mean, I am a firm believer that like you are what you eat and you believe what you consume. Mm. So for me, I think surrounding myself with people who would focus on the positive things, I mean, I am not someone who needs to be complimented. Like I do not need to be told that I'm all of these great things. But I think when you have some people in your life who do offer you those compliments and who do say like, you're doing really well, or, you know, I'm so proud of you for doing this. You want to surround yourself with positive people. You don't want to surround yourself with people who are going to be like, you're horrible. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you exercising like this many days in the week? Um, to have a lot of negative voices in your head is very, very detrimental to your image of self-love and to your motivation to love yourself. I mean, for me, definitely changing who I followed on social media was something that has made like infinite impacts on my life. I do not follow celebrities. Like I don't follow celebrities. I do not follow Kylie Jenner. I do not follow Selena Gomez. Like I do not follow any celebrities on my Instagram because for me, it was constantly comparing myself to them. And like I said before, because I grew up having pretty bad acne, all I would see were these models with beautifully clear skin and I would constantly compare myself to them. And I thought, this is not doing any good for me. This is actually being more of a detriment to my health. So choosing who I followed on social media definitely created a massive impact on myself. What about you? No, I was going to build off that as well and say one of the biggest things that I've been doing, and this is pretty recently, is actually unfollowing the people who 
not necessarily like make me feel bad about myself but who I find myself comparing myself to and it's that little act of like oh my waist is not like that oh oh, my skin doesn't look like that that's when I'm like okay I'm feeding into Mm -hmm. these toxic negative you know the opposite of self-love thoughts and so same with you I've been really trying to sort of like filter my feed and follow some more body body positivity accounts or even just accounts with women who are you know have normal functioning bodies you know not this like perfect Kendall yeah. Jenner type figure like just normal women right who honor their bodies and who love mm-hmm. that and who choose to share that I'm so grateful for a lot of women who are being bold and sharing bodies that are not you know adhering to like what mainstream media wants women to look like yeah and I think along yeah. that with me is following a lot of women who have disabilities as well and trying to sort of mm-hmm. change this narrative about Um, these skinny usually white models who are fully functioning fully able and looking at like that is such a small margin and small percentage of the world so let's actually open up this mainstream media image to like the everyday woman and what does she Mm -hmm. look like in all of her different forms whether whether she's Mm -hmm. abled whether she's disabled whether she you know has acne whether she's tall whether she's short whether she's fat or skinny we love that and we just want to you know open it up and so I'm trying to really like wash my feed through with that as well so that I'm kind of trying to trick my brain into thinking like well not trick it but actually kind of remove the trickery of mainstream media saying that like everyone has to be skinny and look this way and be like no that's actually not true and this idea that I have is totally like Mm -hmm. a social construct that's not honoring me and it's not honoring my process and I mean I think it is not different for us but I think you know, you and I grew up and we had our teenage years where you literally learned so, so much about the world as social media was beginning to make such a presence in society. So as everyone was learning about how to Photoshop and how to post pictures from certain angles, how to, you know, present your image of yourself in a certain way to make you seem appealing, we were 11, 12, 13, 14. So we were kind of like, not the test dummies, but we were the first ones to really, yeah, exactly. And we were going through that and constantly learning to compare ourselves to others. Um, And so it's kind of like reteaching our brain about what is normal and how there is no normal. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. I think also like building off this idea of like uh, mainstream media and like what are we seeing in the media in terms of like um, popular culture is also this idea of like the people that you surround yourself with as you were talking about and I mean ideally right like self-love when you can really fully achieve it should be such that your own self-love is not affected by external forces right like you love yourself yeah. unconditionally yeah. to what your best friend says or what your mom's doing or what the your Instagram feed is looking like but in this mm-hmm. process to getting there and to learning to love yourself, I think don't underestimate the impact of external forces on you. You know, if you've got mm-hmm. friends who are toxic in some way or another or, you know, can't sort of have open conversations with you, maybe have a hard look at that and going, well, is that allowing me to achieve my own form of self-love, you know, like ultimate self-love? Is it the media I'm consuming or is it the people around me? Or even is it like, you know, a job that I'm doing that's making me unhappy and it's making me feel bad about myself. So really have Mm -hmm. a think about like what are the things that are going on in my environment that could affect or impact 
my journey to achieving ultimate self-love. Definitely. And I mean, you as a person have so much power to influence others, whether you realize it or not. And that can be in a negative way, but it can also be in a positive way. And I mean, I, I, I say that I was, but like, I still am at heart. I just resigned from being a waitress and I waitressed at this cafe. And I mean, cafe environments are so beautiful. And when it's nine o'clock in the morning and the sun is shining, it puts you in such a good mood. And something that I actively tried to do was uh, I just compliment people. And it might sound weird, but I feel like I was in that position where I would look at someone and be like, oh my God, I love your nails. Those are beautiful nails. And instead of just thinking that in my head, I would say it and you would just see some people's faces completely light Mm -hmm. up. And I mean, saying that small, but you know, profoundly impactful compliment to someone, like, don't be afraid to say it. And I think I was definitely a lot more confident because I was obviously taking their order and serving the table. But I mean, so many people, both, you know, young and old, there were like girls my age. There were also some girls who were older. And I just say like, I love your earrings or your top is really pretty. Where did you get it from? And so many people were just like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. And you can just see their faces light up and it has such a profound impact on them. And I mean, for me personally, I I know that I'm growing and developing in my journey of self-love because two years ago, I would not leave the house without putting on foundation. Like no matter what, if it was nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, I would put something on because I was so self-conscious of my skin. And the past few months, if I go out at night with my friends, say we go get ice cream, I won't actually put anything on. Like I'll put moisturizer. I might put a little bit of mascara, but I let my skin breathe. And I used to be so self-conscious about that. But now I'm like, you know what? This is who I am. And I still remember a few months ago, we went to get gelato and the girl who was serving us said to the both of us, she was like, you guys are so pretty. And I was there that night thinking, oh my God, my skin looks horrible. I have like five pimples on my chin. I probably look horrible. And she was like, you guys just, you're, you're really pretty. I just wanted to tell you. And I will never forget that. Never, ever forget that. And so I think the power of your words to strangers is just so impactful and never underestimate it. Can I extend that also and say, don't be afraid to compliment yourself as well. You know, like, I think we've got Mm -hmm. such an understanding Mm -hmm. of, like, this idea of, like, toxic security in a way. Like, when you're vain and when you're too up yourself, right? And so we're afraid almost Mm -hmm. to be like, you look really good today, Annika. Or, like, Kaylee, I look stunning, you know? (laughs) Like, even just giving yourself the power back from what society's almost taken from you, like it is okay to take a beautiful photo of yourself and post it online and be like, I look stunning today, right? Or like, today is my mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. It is okay to go out and strut your stuff. It is okay to look in the mirror and say, you are beautiful. I love what you've done today. It is okay to do that. Definitely. And I think that when you can give yourself permission to do that, that's when you can make some magic happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, don't feel guilty to proclaim your love for yourself. Exactly, exactly. And don't look past things that you're happy about and with yourself, you know? Like, take a moment and appreciate those things that you're happy about. Or take a moment to appreciate, like, what you Definitely. love about yourself that day. And the more and more you do that, the more you think, like, the more 
I definitely myself have noticed that the more I can compliment myself or the more I can be like, oh, I really like this about you today, the more that I can just integrate that into my own self-thinking. So I'm no longer being so degrading Mm -hmm. and, you know, no longer is the first thing I see in the mirror something I'm not happy with, but something that I'm actually happy with. So it's about shifting that own conversation Mm -hmm. with yourself as well. And total disclaimer, like, this does not have to be you 24-7. You are allowed to have a bad day where you're like, I am struggling and I'm really struggling with my self-love and I don't know how I'm going to get myself out of this rut. And that is 100% okay. Do not feel guilty about that. Do not feel ashamed about that. You are allowed to feel those things. It's about twisting that mindset and not letting yourself feel that for a week or for a month. It's like, yes, I'm having a bad day. I'm allowed to have a bad day. Tomorrow is going to be better. And what am I going to do tomorrow to make sure that it's better? Exactly right. And this idea, like, you know, disclaimer alert, let's like signpost this. This is not a linear journey and this is not an easy journey. It's a roller coaster. No. And you're going to have good days. No you're going to have bad days. You're going to have really good days and really bad days. And that's just part of the journey. Mm-hmm. And I think even when you actually can fully love yourself ultimately there are still going to be bad days there because we're not perfect in fact I Mm -hmm. hate this word perfect like this is just such an abstract concept you know (laughs) like so yeah no totally honoring that as well the other thing though for me that I wanted to share that's been one of the biggest ways that I've learned to love myself and kind of build on that idea of like acceptance and forgiveness and like listening to yourself is by learning the power of the word no uh, and for me, it's it's taken a while. And I think Kaylee as well, because we both do a lot with our lives and we both like to, you know, to an extent, make other people happy, but also to push ourselves. So this yeah. word no can be foreign to us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the power in it is that it takes a certain amount of honesty with yourself. And that honesty of like, do I really want to do this? Do I have the energy to do this? Do I have, am I, you know, am I in the right mindset to do this? That is all really important in learning to love yourself, that honesty. And I think that's the mm-hmm. power of the word no. It's like you can say it once you look or once you're like having this really open, raw, vulnerable conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to do. It is not easy. No. And I mean, you can have, I mean, speaking from personal experience, and I know that Annika can definitely attest to this, you know, in her life, there's so much guilt around saying no. And, you know, what are they going to think of me? And I mean, what, what if I don't do it? And what's going to happen afterwards? And there can be a lot of intrinsic doubt mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. it. But when you say no, because you genuinely don't agree with something, you're not passionate about it, you don't have the energy to do it, and you say, I actually can't do this, it is so liberating. So liberating, right? Oh, the weight has just been taken off of your shoulders. And I actually think most people would be surprised about like how much the other person would appreciate the no as well, because there's nothing worse than saying yes and giving half of yourself to whatever task it is. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with being like, I'm sorry, I just can't do this right now. Or like, can we reschedule, Mm -hmm. you know, and then giving yourself fully at the times that you do say yes, as opposed to like chugging along half-assed, right? Like not really giving your full because you can't and because you're afraid to say no, as opposed to saying mm-hmm. no when you need to, and the times that you're saying yes, giving it your all. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I mean, lockdown can definitely attest to that. Yeah. Because, I mean, lockdown is hard. It is so, so hard for an innumerable amount of reasons. And everyone's in different circumstances. And I mean, we're speaking from, what, five, six weeks in lockdown at Mm -hmm. the moment. We're in Sydney, Australia. And I mean, we've been in lockdown for six weeks and we have no idea how long this will continue for. Um, and I, there is that pressure to go on Zooms with friends and go on a walk every day with friends mm-hmm. and constantly be sociable, but you are probably drained and exhausted and it is okay to say no. That doesn't mean that you should completely isolate yourself and trap everyone out of your life because that sociability is so important. But if you're really drained and you say to them, I just can't today... And I mean, I've, I've done this with my friends, like, well, we want to go for a walk and one of them will message and just be like, I'm really sorry, but I just, I'm so tired today. I need to rest. And I'm like, you rest, please take the time to rest. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, their response is like, thank you so much. And I think when someone says that they can't to you respecting that decision and saying it's okay to say no is so reassuring coming from the other end yes. if that makes sense yes exactly and I think that they appreciate the honesty as well because they appreciate that you've been honest with yourself and then then being honest with them and it's just building yeah I think also like a bit of a stronger connection right there of like I'm being honest yeah. with you right yeah. now and they're kind of going to appreciate that so don't be so afraid of the Definitely. one you know like the unknowns that come mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. don't be afraid of it because oftentimes they're going to be better than you think mm-hmm now, what is something that someone has told you or something that you've learnt about self-love that you would like to share? I think I have to give this one to my mom. Um, and it's mm-hmm. kind of building off what I was saying, like what we were just talking about, about the word no. I have been someone mm-hmm. who's really struggled to say that word to people, you know, like whether it's one of my students that I'm tutoring and kind of, they're kind of, you know, enroaching on my boundaries that I've kind of set and saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't mark this at 12 o'clock at night, or even something less simple than that, and being like, I'm sorry, I'm really exhausted today, can we reschedule, like, I can't do tonight, or even saying no to taking on Mm -hmm. new opportunities that I may want to, but just don't have the energy to do, and one thing that she's kind of always preached or told me to do is to listen to my body, and to listen to what I need in that moment, and that's... um, one of the hardest things to do really because oftentimes you're kind of your mind is at war with your body but when you can find that unity and that harmony between what your body is saying it needs and what your mind is kind of interpreting that as when you can find some sort of reconciliation between the two forces that is when things become more powerful and you feel empowered as an individual Mm -hmm. and that's where the word no can come from as well you know, it even got to the extent, like earlier in the year when I was just taking on way too much, my mum literally wrote me posters and said, it is okay to say no. And she would hang them around I my room. Like, Haley knows because it was <laughs> such a stunning thing to do. Um, I love it. <laughs> it was honestly hilarious because it just got to that point. And sometimes it does, you do need that gentle reminder of like, you can say no right now and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think my mum's been really valuable in helping me like, learn to attune to the conversation that's going in in on my body mm-hmm. and what about mm-hmm. you that's so good um I mean I think for me I've had various stages of my life and I've kind of been a sponge and absorbed as much advice as I can 
A moment that really does stick out for me though, um, I used to dance, I used to be a dancer and I can remember standing in the studio one day and the the dance that we did, it was for the musical Chicago and we were in heels. And so me already super tall, already standing out, had to wear heels and was taller again. And um, I remember my teacher walking over to me and he was quite tall. I think he was a, a little bit taller than me. And he came over and he was like saying to everyone, you know, you stand here, you stand here. And he said, can you stand here? And I said, yeah, he goes, stand up straight. You're tall. You're beautiful. And I've gone, oh, and he's said to me, like, why don't you stand up taller? And I've said, oh, like, I, I have to like bend down to listen to people sometimes. And he said to me, if you need to bend down to listen to them, then they're not worth listening to. Oh and gosh. that's just, it's something so insignificant. And I mean, he probably doesn't even remember saying it, but that has stuck with me for years. I say years, it's probably been like three or four years or something, but um, it's something that has definitely stuck with me. And I actually, um, I started to develop scoliosis, fun fact, because of how I was standing, because I would slouch over to not be as tall. Um, and I mean, I had back problems for a while and I went to the physio and he's like, um, like, how do you stand? And I showed him and he goes, you're causing this because you're trying to slouch down. And so I think that in combination with what my teacher had said, I was like, hang on a minute. I need to, I need to focus on myself. I need to stop worrying about others and I I need to place some value on myself and what I'm doing. And that was definitely, um, an eye-opening moment for me I think yeah that's beautiful and I think also like teachers have such a profound impact on your life and so mm-hmm. when someone who you kind of look up to is saying those things to you you kind of listen that one step more you yeah know? like it's different coming from a friend but someone that you kind of see as a guardian or see not as your equal but as your kind of better in a sense then that is mm-hmm. so valuable so it's amazing that he did yeah. that yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so thankful that he said that in those, you know, 10 seconds that, like I said, he probably wouldn't remember, but it, it stuck with me. Mm, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> okay, well, we've drawn to the end of the episode, which means we get to share our Stunning Queen's Song of the Week. So, Annika, what is your song? Okay, I had a little think about this, and I was like, I need to do this song that I'm listening to all the time. It is called Don't Go Yet by Camila Cabello. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of someone who's sharing body positivity, she is so stunning in the fact that she's sharing her not mainstream, you know, model body, which is mm-hmm. totally okay that I say mm-hmm. that because that's not perfection either, but she's owning yeah. that and sharing it. And she's so beautiful and I love her she's music so beautiful. and the song makes me want to stand up and salsa. So it's got to be her new song. <laughs> Don't go yet. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And what's yours? Um, mine is one that I've been listening to on repeat. It's a bit of an indie classic kind of song, but it, yeah, it's called The Bride and the Bachelor by Magnolian. It makes me want to ride my bike down these beautiful sunflower fields at golden hour in the afternoon. Like that's the vibe of the song that I get. It's it's such an amazing song. I love it so much. And then our sustainable product, sustainable strategy, our sustainable queen segment (laughs) that we are going to be discussing today is avocado containers. Which actually are like the single love interest in my life. 
I love them they are so amazing. much. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what an avocado container is, because I feel like there's some people who may not know, um, try and in trying to reduce plastic and Ziploc bags, um, avocado containers and glad wrap, yes, and alum, aluminum, aluminium, however you pronounce <laughs> foil. it, foil. Um, avocado containers are these little containers that are the exact same shape of an avocado, including room for the core, which is just perfect. Um, my mum and I came across it maybe about a few years ago and... Oh, it's so, so good. So good. Wait. If you don't have one, please get can one. Can I take a moment? Do you call it the core or the pip or the seed? Do you call it the core? Oh. The avocado core? I call core? it the core. Oh, my gosh. I call, call it the it? avocado pip. <laughs> oh. I hear pips and I just imagine, like, the little seeds and olives. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Um, no, but oh, honestly. Oh, that's so interesting. I know. It's weird, hey, how we have, like, little nuances of the words. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Honestly, though, avocado containers are for the win. They are so good. And they keep mm-hmm. my avocado, like, I can leave it in the fridge for a couple of days and it maybe gets, like, a tiny bit brown, but not really. Like, and I can just eat it afterwards. But if I put it in a Ziploc bag, usually it gets brown really quickly. So mm-hmm. here we are trying to save your avocado on toast lunches to last the whole week. Yeah. You can yeah, think of Yeah, because let's be real, like... Not many people eat the whole avocado. I definitely don't. And I don't know many people who can eat the entire avocado in one sitting. Mm-hmm. If you are, you're amazing. <laughs> if you are, you're doing better than <laughs> us. But honestly, yes. even though I might want to, I can't. No, definitely not. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us in the second episode. We hope that you maybe learned some things or even just related in some mm-hmm. aspect to what we were saying. Um, if you have any advice that you want to give to someone, if you have something that you've learnt, a saying, a quote, or some valued prophetic insight that someone has shared with you, please let us know um, because we would absolutely love to hear it. You can tweet us, you can DM us on Instagram, or let us know on our website. Yes, we want to hear with yeah. you. We want to hear with you. We value you guys as well. Definitely. But have a great week, everyone. Okay, bye, lovers. <laughs> Bye, lovers.